Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the YKTR Sports Show. This is going to be our origin preview and I'm pumped for it. I'm joined by my co-host, Skipper Scope. What's up, baby? Thanks for having me, brother. Hey, looking good in the blazer. How do you feel about it? Yeah, cheers, bro. I like um, nice and new little touch. Very professional. Yeah, we're feeling professional, bro. Got the lights, got the laptops out. Feeling good. Bit of, plan, bit of planning as well. Feel good. Yeah, um, I, I hit you up too because I've had a, a few nice comments about the show that we did last week. Me and you don't really do a show together mm. um, and people have said, uh, in particular one comment so, sort of stood out um, talking about you know our footy knowledge combined together. Um, they like the idea of us doing more shows together. So I messaged you and said, why don't we do sort of more big games? So whether it be Origins, Finals or, or big games, we get together and talk about tactically how, how the game's going to play out. Yeah, exciting. So Origin tonight, um, how excited are you? Yeah, this one in particular, I think based off last year's uh, Queensland sh- sort of shocking them, um, the fact that New South Wales are now somehow the underdogs with the, the talented team that they've got. There's a lot of unknowns coming out of this game, so we'll be trying to figure out some of those knowns that you know, we think there are. Yeah, Rugby League Canada, that's my favourite part of the year. Um, enjoy it being run in the middle of winter as well. Sort of NRL starts to dilute, so it's just, it's the best form of our game, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. It's the it's the highlight of the game. And like you said, getting it back to the middle part of the game, feel like it's uh, we've wanted to see it a little bit quicker this year in particular too, so it's perfect timing. Yeah, Um. so a bit of a touchy subject. Me and you have both sort of changed allegiances. You, you've actually grown up in New South Wales, so what's your excuse? Uh, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's purely because of the boys. So everyone knows that I've got a really strong relationship, you know, through my podcast with with the Prez. Money for Prez. Money for Prez. Um, you know, he's probably the main reason. <laughs> so not normally, not Chico. Chez, no. like I played with Chez. Like yeah. even though, even when I used to play with Chez at Manly, I used to Josh Darling has been getting into me on the socials. So Josh, Josh Darling, next teammate of mine at uh, Manly, he's been ripping me about being, you know repping Western Sydney and all that sort of stuff. Well, you got to remember Western Sydney. Like that's a we're our, we're our own state, Western Sydney. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. That's I our, agree. we're on our we're our own demographic. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I've said this a few times. My allegiance is to New Zealand. Uh, I get more excited as much as I love Origin. I get way more excited about watching you do the hucker. Yeah. Uh, when you played your one test. Um, <laughs> but yeah, watching, watching the Huckle means way more to me. I've always sort of just been a casual fan of Origin. Just love that it's got, we've got the best players um, playing the game. But uh, So like as much as I was a New South Wales supporter, I wasn't like fully engaged, like embraced them. So now that, you know, Ches, Munster, mm. um, even KP, the boys, well, he's, a, he's a vibe. So, you know, we love, we both love him. So um yeah, yeah so I find myself supporting Queensland now. Yeah, I was a massive Joey Johns fan, so he was always wherever he went, I sort of followed. And I love New South Wales, but kind of when you do play football, you kind of pull away from the sort of rivalry because you don't really care as much. But Chico once said to me, he goes, name name one Queenslander that you don't like. Mm. And this is like 2014-15, so I've officially changed allegiance. Uh, money for prayers, Dane Gagai is my guy, so fucking up Queensland. All right, the biggest news of the day. This is huge too. This is huge. Scope, coming, mm. out, coming out of retirement, my son. Yeah, going to throw the boots back on. It's been a minute. Uh, a couple of, couple of years of uh, sort of, I've been asked to play. Did you get itchy feet, eh? I, I got, I've had itchy feet on a few occasions and the big thing was I was going to play with my brothers at my dad's. My dad was coaching Glenmore Park. That season didn't go ahead two years in a row. So I've always wanted to play with my brothers. I never had the opportunity to play with my brothers. And he's been playing at Rose Eagles with one of my good mates, our good mates, Jimmy Bura. Mm. Um, I asked Jimmy about four weeks ago if I could play just a game with Jimmy and um, and my brother. But because of the point system, we weren't allowed to play. Um, everyone knows Jimmy Bura's injury history. <laughs> That's 
he just he just finds a way to get injured. Oh, poor Jimmy. So he he's told me he's well and truly done now as well. And therefore, there's a quota spot open up at Belrose Eagles. So um, not only are you going to get to play with my brother Jaden, my brother Jordan's going to come and play as well. Um, Jaden's best mate, Lukey, played on the weekend. So it's just going to be like a family affair. And if we can win a few games and and try to get them, they're, they're at the the bottom side of the table as well. So oh, so you, you sort of nice. see that narrative, do you? There yeah. is a narrative here. Yeah, yeah. Like we can, we can like build that. it up. Like I'm all about you know what's the what's the long term uh, gain here, <laughs> and if we can get him into the finals, uh, and and then you know potentially go as far as we can, then that'll be nice as well. Match payments? That's still in discussion. <laughs> Lil Bunsen would be nice. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You a little bit of Bunsen, don't yeah, you? Yeah, a little bit of Bunsen, considering I'm travelling from Cronulla to Manly, as you know. Mm. It's quite a long trek. Um, I'll be giving up work on Sundays for it as well, which you know is another good Bunsen for me. So um, I've left that with Jimmy Bureau. <laughs> um, position, you sort of tossed, tossed up 5'8". You said, Look, your I words, not mine, Johnny Sutton vibes. Yeah, don't, I'm very Johnny Sutton-ish. Uh, I, I think early on I want to play six or you know, even centres just out wide to get that. Yeah. Even though it's it's Sydney Shield level, just need to get that that back under my legs. People don't realise, you know. Uh, so I've been training a fair bit, but uh, getting tackling and that wrestle and all that sort of stuff that sh- juices you out, man. And I haven't done any of that for two years. So even when you're training full time, your first trial, you always get you know that cork on the forearm. Like your yeah. timing's always off, but you've been out of the game for a minute. So yeah, so I just want a couple of games out wide, and then. Um, I, I'm so competitive, man. Once once I get into that juices, I'll, I want to get a little bit closer. Um, I wouldn't even mind playing. You know, we talk a lot about that that <laughs> roving ball playing middle role. <laughs> I can see you laughing. Me. I can see myself just like Jimmy. That's what Jimmy played um, at, at Balrose, and he sort of he can sort of like. We, we had conversations about it where you can sort of see at this level, yeah, if I can you can see good. where you can count. I can count numbers on either side and and try to expose. I'll just give early board of the edges. So. Young gifty, bro. Young I, gifty. I can I can play in that dinner seat too. Just stand, <laughs> and, stand and deliver. But then also rock up I'm in the blazer, bro. You'll be all right. I will be stuck in the middle defending and potentially making fucking twenty or thirty tackles. So there's pros and cons to to that position. Man, a little bit more famous now than you've ever been. You scared your head going to get taken off, or you you'd encourage that? I don't know. You? Yeah. So uh, a big part, like a big part of it. Obviously, my brother was playing, and a, and a few people were um, throwing out. Um, Scope would have made that tackle and all this sort of stuff. And that was pissing me off while I was watching it. So what they don't realise, I don't th- think people forget now that I've been doing this, maybe I wouldn't have made that tackle. <laughs> if they were watching my games, probably I think I've, I've built a bit of a character here now. Where people might think I'm better than what I am. So yeah, I I've think it's p- all of us here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's sort of roll into Origin. I'm going to talk about Stadium. They have shifted from Melbourne up to North Queensland. I've even got stats down there. 8 o'clock, clear skies, 19 degrees, 47% humidity. Does this um, play into the factor of the game? Yeah, I think. but I, th- I just think it's going to be a really enjoyable game. Um, you, you take it away from Melbourne. You know, I don't know what the conditions were, would have been like for Melbourne down there, but I can't imagine yeah. it yeah, grey and, and cloudy and a bit wet. I think this this is just going to be for me. I don't think I don't see a clear advantage for myself. What in, about home ground even. advantage? Is that one? I feel like booze are just as exciting as getting cheered on, eh? Yeah, maybe it's. I don't know. It's just because the unknown at Townsville for me. Yeah, I think it was if it was at SunCorp, hundred percent. Like the way that they lift for, uh, to play at SunCorp, that's a different beast. I was speaking to Bryce Cartwright a couple of days ago. He he said it's a similar vibe. It's a similar feeling in terms of you know what you feel when you're when you're out on the field there at Townsville. So. Um, I'm I'm a little bit on the on the fence. I'm waiting to see how it plays out. In particular, I, I honestly don't know. I've never played at that ground before, so 
how does forty seven percent humidity feels like? I don't, I don't know what that sort of feels like. We can't get, really get a gauge on it, eh? Yeah, yeah. We'll so does that make the ball a little bit slippery? Maybe, yeah, maybe. We'll do, yeah. And the, the game's sped up a lot quicker now, so I'm I'm enjoying probably a drier track than you would have got down in Melbourne. So yep. I'm really looking forward to it. And I think I think um, obviously Townsville's going to get around Queensland, so I think there's a massive advantage there. But yeah, who knows? All right, let's dive into New South Wales. We've sort of broken it down into a bunch of different factors: preparation from the outside, strengths, perceived weaknesses. How do you see the attacking leader of the pack and who's your X factor we're sort of going to break this down across both teams uh, New South Wales preparation from the outside man that looks super relaxed um, Freddie's got him I think any time with Freddie it always looks super fun yeah um, Addo Carr sort of been the standout would have seen like to see Jerome and Brian Tall um, but they're probably in their first match so they're probably cruising a little bit yeah but it looks like a good team yeah it's a couple of combinations in particular you talked about Jerome and Brian um, even Sandor just putting a little clip up about you know the handshakes and all that sort of stuff like mm. that sort of those are only little things but like that vibe um, that players have it's it's something that they've talked about leading to it with the combinations that I think is going to be important. Also watched uh, another thing on Facebook last night and it was an interview between Fox and Latrell yep. about uh, doing some um, some work in the Indigenous community while they're up there. And uh, Danny Widler asked Latrell what it was like to be you know playing next to Fox again and he sort of just took a moment. Yeah, like he sort of well, half tearing up. Not, I don't think he was going to tear up, but he they sort of had a bit of a giggle, but you could tell it meant a lot to him. Oh, of course. So um, they seem like really a harmonious uh, squad right now in New mm. South Wales and, um, you know, I'm sort of giving away where I might be leaning but, uh, yeah, I think it's it's been a really good enjoyable camp for New South Wales. Daly Cherry Evans comments last year on the podium, has that been brought up in camp, you reckon? Mm. I don't know because because it was more to do with what people were saying about Queensland and le- I, it was less... W- wasn't so I, I reckon I, I said to Chesley should have gone harder last year. <laughs> and if he had gone harder, maybe um, there might have been more to that. But uh, yeah, I think Freddie, like I said, Freddie last year talked about, um, you know, their favourites, they deserve to be favourites. He sort of played, he was playing that sort of card and, and this year it's been a little bit more reserved and yeah, yeah. gone about their business, so... Um, I, we talked about we, we talk about this a lot because you, you need a balance of players within and it's going to be talking about a little bit of race but so the white boys the island boy, Islander boys plus the indigenous I was looking at the team photo that they had yesterday after captain's run man they've got the perfect balance those boys you've yeah. got the power and Payne Hass um, Junior Paula you've got the workhorses in Trubovich and Isaiah Yell. you've yeah. got the indigenous boys that got the X Factor for you man it's a well balanced side isn't it yeah for sure and and the 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 nucleus of that Penrith team in particular just seems like on top of all of that, mm. that that core group of like five or six and and Jerome and Nathan in particular in the middle just controlling both sides. All right, New South Wales strengths. Um, I've gone, just getting it here, I've gone, I've talked about this before on a couple of the other shows, I've gone the impact of the bench. Mm. I think that is the clear advantage for me for New South Wales. I had it in my three topics that I, you know, we like I said, we organically sort of did this last week, but I want to... Um, go a little bit more into it. I think around – I can see both packs really filling themselves out and, and both packs doing a really good job for Queensland and New South Wales. But when I look at the bench, and this is respectfully, of course, to the to the Queensland bench, course, when you've got Payne, Payne Haas and Junior Paulo coming on in the 20 to 30-minute mark, I think, you know, everyone in that pack for New South Wales can play big minutes. So if they can stretch it out and do such, you know, a really good job up until – if they can push it all the way to that 30-minute mark and then you've got Payne Haas and Junior Paulo coming on at the 30-minute mark with yep. 10 to go and to just fucking gas out, 
um, I think that's a that's going to be a real strength. And that they could, if they could put on, you know, a try or two just before half time to sort of extend a lead or take a lead, I think that'll be crucial. Yeah, it's going to be huge. I agree with you. My my strength for them is sort of outside backs. When you look at the forwards and halves, and they kind of cancel each other out. But with the outside backs, and I know Gagai's there, and he's my guy. Um, they're just they're just a little bit classier out there. Uh, they got sorry Tommy Turbo Latrell's coming back and he's excited. You got Tall and uh, Fox and then Tedesco, pretty much the game's best player. So for me, that's sort of the clear advantage. But we'll talk about Queensland a little bit later. Perceived weaknesses. All right. So the perceived weaknesses, uh, the heights of the New South Wales is this is the New South Wales wingers. This has been talked about a fair bit with Tall and uh, Ado Car. Mm. Uh, Adokar's solid underneath a high ball. I yeah. reckon Toto's got, got those questions about him. I think just in particular, so it's, yeah, Brian Toto's had a, a couple of games this year. I'll look back to the Brisbane game, where which obviously stands out now because he could be potentially marked up against X. Um, they put the ball up a fair bit. He had a he dropped the ball a couple of times in that game. They're, it's something that they're going to be looking at. It's, it's also to do with, the, the height, obviously, of the wingers. You've got Kyle Felton and Xavier Coates who are going to be maybe a head taller than both of those players. X is fucking maybe two heads and, taller. And got bounce. Yeah. And hops extended doom. reach. Yeah, hops of doom. So it'll be up to Munster and DC to put that on. But the, the way I think they combat that uh, is in the pack. They've got a really defensively strong middle pack. Um, and then all of those guys, when you go, when you look at Cam Murray and Tarek Sims on the edge, uh, or even Isaiah Yao and Damian Cook, all four of those guys are really mobile and fit mm. players. Mm. So that it's going to be up to them to put the, to be putting on plenty of kick pressure. Yep. And that's how I think they combat that. Who Who's the kicker for Queensland? No, that's, the, that's where I sort of see their strength is. Harry Grant can kick, uh, Cheers can kick, Munster can kick. Would have been cool if KP was there, so it'd be a little bit harder to identify who the main kicker is. But yeah. I think money will take a lot of the long distance ones, but yeah. it should be good. Yeah, well, if we go back to the way that Melbourne were able to neutralise Naif's game, yep. it's really important. That's why I named all four or five players in the pack. Like, it's not going to be, you know, Tarek Sims is really good at kick pressure. He, he's the guy. It's up to Cookie. He's the guy. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to have to be all collective. four, collective, yeah. all four or five getting after him and putting pressure on. Uh, my biggest weakness has come. I feel like every team, your biggest strength is always your biggest weakness. Outside backs, man, it's going to be hard for. Um, oh, Nathan can do it for sure, but man, when you look outside, you have got Tommy Turbo, you've got Latrell, you've got Tedesco. You've almost got too many options, so mm. I think they can sort of fall into the trap of trying to shift it a little bit too early. And like Gagai's no slouch, um, Capewell's no slouch as well. So I think. As much as their biggest strength is who they got on their side, sometimes it might be like too much Chiefs, not enough Indians, yeah. that type of vibe. So, man, it's going to be really, really good test for Nathan to see how he balances that out. Yeah. Because you're surrounded by superstars. And a lot of the times when you see super teams get put together, it's like, who's the boss? Who's who's leading the charge? Do you charge think he's here? at that point of his career now where he can control that in um, this, in the, on this arena? He's going to have to. He's sort yeah. of like, he's the best club player. And and all those greats, your your Thurston's, your Cooper Cronks, your Joeys, they were able to execute on that higher level yep. in terms of grand finals and origins. This is just that next little progression for Nathan right now. Yeah, he's already done it. He's already the man at club. He just needs to win a comp. But this is that next little level, and I think he's ready. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, how do you see them attacking? Um, so I see them as again. I'm going back to the pack and the way that the teams um, played out. You got two. To uh, edge back, all three edge back rows. Obviously, Isaiah can play through the middle, mm-hmm. and so can Jakey. 
but with Tarek and, and Cam Murray, if, if they end up being the edges for them, I feel like they're two guys that'll be laying the lines. They'll be looking to attack. I, I'm not even sh- too sure if they'll be too focused on attacking one side in particular, mm. but I just feel like those two guys are going to be battering rams. Cam Murray is a specialist at getting a quick play of the ball for Cookie. So whether they use him up like that, I know, um, you know, Nath, if he's playing on the right edge, might use him to get at the three and then they'll play long shifts. Mm. That's yeah. the way I think it might play out. Yeah, I think it's very similar to play very much 6-4 split. Jerome will hold his wide. Um, I think they'll use a middle, but then they'll use Jakey and their other middle to sort of get out the back to the towards the right. Yep. So so Jerome is going to hold his wide four, and then it's going to be like a tight block or, or a double shape with either Jakey or um, Isaiah Yell yep. out the back to Cleary and off the back of there as well. So that's how, how I see them attacking. Um, yeah, I think the one sort of limiting thing is Luai's – used to playing with someone like a um, Kikau, Kikau, where you got so many different options off the back of that, where Tarek Sims is like, he's going to punch a hole for you, he's going to give you effort, so um, it's going to be it's going to be a slight adjustment for him, but he, he's classy enough to do it. You know how um, he normally does that shape where Kikau gets out of the back of Burton, so yep. for people that, that, um, that are watching the games, normally they have uh, the back row runs that line inside the three men and they have the yeah, fullback sweeping okay, out. Penrith that. have a little variation where they do some other teams do it, but Penrith do it really well where Burton runs that hard line and Kickout gets out the back. I wonder if they get in a position where they just swap, swap. Latrell yep. and Tarek. Uh, Tarek still runs that line inside the two-man this time and Latrell gets out of the back. So yeah. um, that's something that works for him at Penrith and it's a little variation where they could easily just swap the bodies around and do that with Latrell, I think. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting how Cookie sort of adjusts the plane of these two as well where Upi Curacao could walk in and, and have that flow where you look at a lot of big origin moments, it's been Cookie and Tedesco kind of going through the middle. So they're going to have that option as well and Nafe's a really good um, support player. So it could be kind of through the middle like it looks like they're shaping up wide but it might be actually just through the middle yep, so who, who's the leader of the pack on New South Wales in, uh, your, in your eyes yeah my eyes it's Jakey Turbo um, he's not it's not your sort of behind the line talking style yeah it's not a, he's not your aggressive guy but Jakey's made for origin uh, he'll be able to play a little bit of footy if the if the pace is quick but I think uh, in particular starting him defensively He's going to stiffen them right up. Like that's his bread and butter, Jakey. Um, you don't have to set the tone by screaming in people's faces and rah rah and starting fights because that's not Jakey's game. Mm. But a couple of those fucking bone rattlers in the first fifteen minutes, getting right underneath the rib cage where Jakey likes it. If he can get, a, if he can pull a couple of those off, him and Cam Murray mm. can both hit hit right under the ball nicely, and uh, I think that'll set the tone for New South Wales. Um, I'm going to go a little span in the works here. I'm going um, Saifidi. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you go to Newcastle, his format Newcastle's been really good. His game leading into this, he was sort of the guy yeah, that sort of Manly. people gravitated towards. Um, you got to think Clemmer, who was seen as a pack. He, I feel like he's over, he's easily overtaken Clemmer and that sort yeah, of. Yeah, he's best leader prop, of the pack now for sure. Leader yeah. of the pack in Newcastle, and I think this is his moment to shine. I was looking at obviously I know Jake and all those boys are there as well. But, man, sometimes when you're in those big games, you just need that sort of Sammy Burgess-style guy when Boyd Corner was always that for them. Yeah. When the game's fucking tough and you're 25 minutes in and, and there hasn't been a scrum break or a penalty, you look over and who's the guy taking the carry? I think I think this is his time, bro. I think this is time to really cement himself as one of the game's best forwards. And and he's got a starting position over Junior Paulo yep. and Payne Haas. That's a massive call. That's right. huge, bro. That's, That's huge. So, man, I think he's going to be the guy. Who's the X Factor? Latrell. Yep. Latrell. I've been on this for for a week or so. Just also going off, uh, you know, some of those interactions that I've seen in camp. He looks really relaxed. Um, I said this with Jack. I don't know if you've seen this. I think 
you, you look, we've, they've sort of mixed and, and moved players out of position to play these centres roles. The fact that Latrell's a renowned centre before he moved to fullback, but also the fact that he's played fullback now for a bit for eighteen months, he's going to have a little bit more juice in the engine. Yeah, I think. Agree. Uh, and it, and then so um, yeah, I, I feel like he's going to be the X factor. I've actually um, declared him. Uh, Smokey for player of the match. Mm-hmm. I think he can have a big impact. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who lines up again. I'm going to get into a bit further down with Queensland whether Kurt Capewell. Respect. Sorry to Kurt, Kurt Capewell. I've called him Luke Capewell a couple of times <laughs> on the on these shows, yeah. and people have uh, um, pulled you up. Corrected on that. me. Corrected thank me you, on that. Thank so you for thanks for that. Uh, I played against Luke Capewell. I believe he's his cousin. Yeah, Rocky. Uh, a fair bit coming through in the in the juniors. So that, that's where that mix up happened. But you know, whether it's uh, Origin Gags or, or Kurt Capewell, I think Latrell's going to have a big game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He, he looks a lot calmer. Mm. You got to think he's done everything, pretty much everything in the game already. Yeah. And if, I feel like he's got so much more room to improve. I've, he's still going to have that. He's still got to have that season that Turbo's having right now. And obviously, he's got it in him. Where maybe he gets to 25, 26, 27, and he gets that almost GI like presence, which he's already got. But it's just like there was times when GI had the ball where you're like, oh, "Fuck, he could score whenever he wanted." And Tommy's kind of got that about him as well. I so feel he, like he was just on the cusp of it last year yeah. before he got injured. Like they were going, he was going on a little run, like a little two to three game run, and then tore his hammy, hammy really yeah. badly. But uh, and you're he, right. he's kind of got that niggle out of his game now. You know when he was kind of like, you know, Dowell's got in his game. He's yeah. always he's kind of matured past composed. that. Yeah, so he looks calm. For me, it's got to be uh, Nathan Cleary if, if they win the series. Man, he a lot of the times you think of last year's grand final, he was the best player on the on the park. Um, but he's like I said before, he's at that level now where he's such a good club player. He needs to transfer it into rep footy, and he can do it. Like there's no one. In Australia, that would be down and he could do it. But for me, it's him. All right, let's dive into our team, the Queenslanders, fucking up the Maroons. Uh, preparation from the outside. Man, I haven't really seen too much. The one thing I have seen is Dan Gagai, the tonsillitis. Do you believe in these these yarns or? I oh, probably had tonsillitis, but he was never in town. <laughs> I, get ton- I get tonsillitis every fucking three or four weeks. Uh, yeah, he would have been sweet. The thing with Queensland is when you look at uh, New South Wales and we talk about them being relaxed and all that sort of you know positive stuff about how the camp looks that's just how Queensland look every mm. camp like they sort of just go about their business you sort of try to find ways to pick and poke at them but it's a little bit harder because they're naturally fucking relaxed just they're cruisy people cruisy right? people yeah, right up there so it's not like they have to fabricate it and I'm saying New South Wales have but it's just Queensland being Queensland man Paul Green Paul Green um Fuck, I haven't he's seen pro- much of Paul Green, eh? He's proven. Like, he's yeah. proven coach. Like, he's won comps. But, yeah, I think these types of camps are a little bit different, eh? you just got to get everyone around quickly. But I think he's got a great support team. You, you see photos of JT in the background. And yeah. apparently Billion Slater's, like, one of the smartest dudes ever. And normally he goes, bro, you should hear him talk about Boy. He goes, yeah. he talks about things you wouldn't even think of. So, yeah. man, they've got that great support system in and around him. Yeah, I was just speaking to someone recently about Billy Slater. If it comes to me, I'll, I'll get, we'll get back to it. Queensland Strengths. Um, where are we? Um, so yes, uh, DC and Munster. Yeah, known commodities. They've both done it at this level. They've both done it uh, at club level. They've got a really good combination. I think I talked about it a number of times. I think they set the tone for the Origin Series win in Game One last year in the first twenty minutes. Uh, even though results didn't go their way off the back of it, uh, I thought they started the they game. They looked a better team, eh? Those two in particular, like, fuck, I, I just remember how many times they got their hands on the ball. They'll move in the ruck around a little bit. Uh, they have a really good combination. I spoke a fair bit, of, again, about uh, DCE's um, 
to what's the word for it? He's just so comfortable in how he knows how to lead a team now. Yeah, he doesn't. He do, it doesn't bother him if Munster's the guy. Like if Munster goes out and comes up with a couple of big plays, he's all about winning. Uh, he knows he's comfortable where he is as the, as the number seven. Mm. The talk about you know him versus Cleary won't fucking bother him at all. Um, he'll just go about his business and he'll he'll make sure he gets the team in the best possible position to win. For me, it's placebo, the Queensland spirit. Like, you always hear about it so many fucking times, but it's been like 30 or 40 years. <laughs> and it's too consistent for it to be like a- Not to be a thing. A coincidence, you yeah. know? And I've read a book on Alex Ferguson and they used to have this sort of theme at Manchester United when it was the last quarter. He used to always sort of tap his watch like Dame Dollar. Like, I don't know, it just happens too often for it to- not be true. Mm. And you, you put a Queensland jersey on anyone, they become worth 150 to 200K more off yeah. the back of just who they are. And I've gag guy doesn't like being called the origin gags, but mm. man, he's just so much different there. Like you look at everyone when they play origin for Queensland, they all seem to just get a little bit better. Even like last year, they just dragged the team together and ended up winning. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's just something about Queensland and the Queensland spirit whether it's placebo, whether it's mind games with the other opposition, that it's happened so much, man. It's kind of like the Warriors when they're like, oh, they'll get tired, they'll get tired. Yeah. Like, and sometimes packs are bigger than ours. Yeah, so you can go, it can flow negative, like it can go be a positive or a negative, negative in, yeah. in, in terms like, once you're, it's the same, bro, like confidence. When a team's losing, like you, you go, oh, fuck, it's going to come, it's, it's going to come. Coming, yeah. And when, you, when you're winning games or you've been at better teams, you're like, we'll be right. Mm. Like, and that's sort of, I guess what Queensland will be, will be thinking going into this game, like, does 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 origin mean more to Queensland than it does to New South Wales as as a fan base? I think it does. I eh? think it does. Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't know. Like there are a few. There we're going to get back for this. Yeah, but yeah. I just think it does. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. Like you, you don't find as many passionate New South Welshmen like Josh Starling getting around as you do <laughs> with with guys like Queensland. It's just like it's in their DNA. Yeah. Like, like we're so. I think that what plays into it as well. Like. Just the way we are as people down here, there's a lot more. Oh, going we're a cooler on. city. We're yeah, a cooler there's, there's city. so there's so much more stuff going on down here that, um, you know, I suppose if you go to Western Sydney and Newcastle and some of those areas, but when you feel like, yeah, we live city though, don't we? Yeah, it feels like Queensland. Like how many? I don't think many people in Bondi give a rat's really <laughs> if New South Wales or Queensland win the series. How many New South Wales flags have you seen this week on a S- car or something? Yeah, none. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. Maybe up in Queensland, they'll be they'll be out and about yeah. one day. That's a fair point. Uh, perceived weaknesses for Queensland. I'll, I'll start first. Okay. Mine's goal kicking. Yeah, who kicks? Valentine Holmes. He, that'd be it, eh? Valentine Holmes. Would let's, be the hope it's, let's hope it's not Prez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. So here's the question: Who's New South Wales quicker? Yeah, Cleary. So you sure, know, man. you yeah. know, he's accurate. He kicks around ninety yeah. percent. Um, in a game that's going to be a lot one. quicker, where there's going to be a lot more tries, man, going up in sixes compared to fours, yeah. could be the difference. So, where do you Will see it? Be Val, eh? Yeah, who, yeah, it have it? to be Val, I reckon. Kyle Felt can kick as well. I think he's more kicker. Oh, that's a that's a bonus. His kickoffs. Yeah, he'd be giving them torpies of doom. So okay. yeah, for me, it's it's goal kicking. Yeah. Yours? Um, my perceived weaknesses are the outside backs. I've highlighted, you know, Latrell and and Tommy Turbo. Mm. Uh, Teddy compared to uh, Origin Gags, that's he's probably the one guy that matches up. Uh, well, that's got the reputation of matching up against Fucking guys like that on that will, arena. He will match up. Um, but Kirk Capewell and Brimo can Brimo replicate what he did in that game one last year before he bowed out? He was unreal in that that first game last year and sort of put himself on the map. Yeah. In terms of like you know what people thought he could do mm. going into the future at this level, he would have topped up his contract too. 100%. Yeah, and, and part of like you know what he can do with the Titans. 
Um, yeah, so it's, it depends on who. Uh, the big one for me is as well as he's done last year uh, and how well he's done at, at club level, where Kurt, whoever Kurt Capewell lines up on. Because I, when I was talking about it last week, I had him matching up on Latrell. But when I look. Nah, here go Tommy. Here go Tommy on the yeah, right, I reckon. Last year he was on the left hand side and uh, Gags, even though he plays um, left side for Rabbitohs, I think he plays right side for, for Queensland. Nah, he plays right side for Rabbitohs. Left Are you side? sure he played yeah. left side on the week on the oh, weekend? Has yeah, he? So, he's yeah. Over. Campbell so Graham and Alex, the right. and Alex oh, okay. Johnson. Yeah, so oh, yeah, Gags is very yeah. versatile. So yeah. that's the thing that throws a spanner in the works. Gags can play both sides, and obviously Luke Capewell is an edge back row. He can play all over the field. So mm. this is another thing with Queensland too. We didn't talk about like the fact that they don't name their side. I reckon that's such an advantage, man. I don't yeah. know why like New South Wales feel the need to name their side and sort of give an idea of who's playing where. I think even Freddie joked around that he had a Brian Toto and uh, Addo Cast switch sides for the last training session. Yeah, which is like trying to yeah. be a little bit. No, nah, you're not not fooling. Yeah, you're not there, fooling. Right? There, so. <laughs> um, how do you see them attacking? Um, DCE on the on the ball and uh, tr- uh, Munster playing a traditional six role. So, he, like I, mean, I said, he plays it really wide too. Eh? He yeah. sort of holds that scrum line. They sort of zing the ball really wide. Um, very versatile halves, both of them. Yeah, yeah, and they can both play ro- both roles at a really high level. Great. But I think to, it will suit him really well. Would have been nice to have KP there yeah. if KP played. Uh, for people that watch the Knights play, when he sits, I feel like he does his best work when he sits on a short side, plays mm. from a wide, wide four. Forward. So, well. What that means is you've got four and four defenders, and if KP ends up getting uh, a middle mm. that gets stuck at A or B, and right then he'll up. get the green light to have a crack because therefore he can skip on that outside. He does that nice little goosey that everyone loves so much, and he can play short, long, or even over the top. Um, and then you got, and if that's not on, if they line up perfectly, then you got um, Ches and. Ches playing on the ball at seven. Yep. He's either got both middles on the inside or playing out the back of the middles. Quick ball out to Munster. Munster can do his thing on the outside as well. Yeah. I'm going to throw a little smoke in here um, around Kafusi. So I think they're going to use Fafita to lay a line, very yep. similar to what you do, and use Munster to, to attack the right side because they've got Jerome Luai out there as well yep. with Tarek Sims, um, Latrell Mitchell. Yep. Um, so it's going to be kind of like he's – even though he's – renowned sinner Dean up there is like a little bit different but why I like Kafusi so much the versatility so you look at someone like you see the boys are going to punch a line for you you can run so many variations of shape off the back of Kafusi he can run a tight line for you, you he can pop that outline yeah. for you you can give it early he can pop it out the back as well um, a lot of the time Melbourne sort of run that shape where they'll get, do a doubles and then he'll turn up to Valentine yeah. Holmes Semi so Friday used to do that really well really for Queensland well. back in the day with Billy and when you've got a fullback like a Valentine Holmes who's not known to strip people with a pass, I think that double shape with the with the turnout, we used to call it like a bait line. Yeah. Um, I think that's where some tries could be scored out the back there. So Yeah, Melbourne and Queensland back rails are all been always, good at that throughout the years. Yeah, and they've, and like like I said, there's so many different options you can play off the back of Kafusi. So yeah. I'm excited to see him in there. And Chiz, Chiz, Chiz has always really played off skillful right side back roles. Yeah, that's where he does his best work for sure. He needs he needs a guy that – he he doesn't need him, but he, he operates better when – He says what he does, he likes to do. If you watch it early on in the game, he might be he might rip it nice and early to him because he likes to set up his run because yeah. he's a really good runner of the footy. But um, yeah, sometimes when you when you talk, talk about halves taking on the ball, sometimes – Take it on the line. They need they need to get some momentum first, and just like mm. it's like a little double bluff. He's given a, he's given it away early. He's when he wants to shift, shift, and then he he will have a crack. Who's the leader of the pack? Tino. For you, yeah. Tino for me. I've uh, gone I've gone white rhino. Yeah. With Tino's a bee's dick behind him. Like, yeah. And they both come from the same system. I think Tino's a lot better player than he was. 
playing in the comp last year because he sees himself as a leader. Yep. He was coming off the bench. But, man, White Rhino. We've gone a little bit different. So you've gone like sort of the Jakey to Christian Welsh for Queensland. Yeah. With the sort of no-nonsense, going to you know get about his work and that sort of vibe. And then I've gone for that little bit of X factor like you've got with Safidi. Like he's going to be a little bit more in your face. And I feel like Tino's going to be... I reckon, I reckon White Rhino is just going to be just in front of the line. And this is what I mean by a B-stick. I reckon he's the one that's going to be like the point of the defence line where he's the one trying to put on shots and kick pressure. Yeah. And then His line they might unreal. step into Tino. That's yeah. how I see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. And like Melbourne, man, those guys never play bad. Like that's why I've got Kafusi on there. Um, Tino's come from that system, man. They're, they're, oh, you just love to play for Melbourne, wouldn't you? Yeah. Always turn up. Yeah. Had your chance, you, go, baby. You know, yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was keen. <laughs> I was keen. Wasn't through lack of effort. Yeah. All right. Uh, we both agreed on this. X Factor. Baby Goat. Harry Grant. Man, I, he can shift the game on his own. Showed us last year. Um, man, I just, no respect, oh, respectfully to Cookie and that. I just think he's the best hooker in the comp. And yeah. I wouldn't say easily. It, it, but yeah, not easily, not easily, but... Uh, more versatile than anyone else. He can run, he can pass, he can play short, he can kick, he can play within different structures, he can play off the back of offloads. He's just got it, bro. His ruck manipulation, bro. It's so goaty. Like, it's so, goatish. like... Goatish. It's so goatish, man. You can you can tell he's an understudy. He's been around Cam. Um, little subtleties looking. It's, it's not even big, bro. It's just like a little bit of body language that just gets the markers to shift a little bit. And then... You know, some players have got that, but then they don't have that initial speed. Like even Cam didn't have it. Like Cam was nice, but Baby Goat can go, man. Mm. Like he that he can go off the mark and fucking he's fucking probably a little bit nuggety and stronger in terms like Cam Smith was like Mongo strength. Yeah, like people don't realize that didn't play against him. When you got into Cam, Cam Smith and you try to fucking tackle him, you try to take him to the ground. Him and Munster are the same. Like you try to take him to the ground and they can just stand there like that yeah, and get a base they, and they're yeah. so strong. Whereas like. Um, Harry Grant and Cheese They're that more traditional Like stocky strong like Have you ever seen that photo Drive you up Have you ever seen that photo When he's in Bloke in the Bar And he's wearing uh, um, Budgie smugglers And there's a photo of him From behind But he's got a fucking Silverback for a back it's Yeah who's like that? that Baby go Baby go yeah. yeah Little silverback Yeah he's a, he's a beast man So yeah. Um, yeah, he's my X factor. If uh, I think, in particular, in his second stint, if they're still thereabouts, because he's just one of those guys. You, you notice it at the Tigers, bro. Like he plays that he was doing at the Tigers. Like straight straight away when I identified and spoke to Normie about it, <laughs> put him <laughs> yeah. on Normie's radar. Radar. I said, bro, this guy's like a, a Melbourne Origin player. Like no wonder fucking everyone's yeah, fighting. Every, over everyone's mm. over. He's doing stuff in in the. Uh, when he's playing for the Tigers, I'm just like, bro, keeps turning up, um, diving on loose balls in the in goals, getting kick pressure, like, and getting up and out, out on his feet. Like, this will be the challenge for him. The biggest challenge for him is getting his pack rolling forward, but he's got enough subtleties within his game when everything's moving like a little bit quicker within Origin that he can, he can, like, those little manipulations that he does well and Upper Coruscant do, do well, man, they get your pack rolling forward and everything good is going to happen off the back of Harry Grant. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Final score predictions. 30 to 20, New South Wales. Oh, you're going with them? Yeah. Shit, baby. I'm, I'm going biased. I'm going 28, 22 to Queensland. Is that what you want the score to be? Or I want is that be, what you, yeah. you genuinely think it's going to be? I think it's going to be that. I'm yeah. biased. Yeah. I'll just stay biased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as I want to see Queensland win, I just think, you know, when I, when I was going, especially when you start breaking down the game, start breaking down all the points, and then I'm obviously favouring more to New South Wales. Yeah. So that's, that's making me go that. Yeah. I, I think it might be... 
close 24 to 20 with like a try at the end. To, oh, to okay. Let's just put it this way. If, if they said put the house on it, I'd probably... <laughs> I'd probably change Fuck it I'm saying Queensland Xavier yeah. Coates Anytime try score For me off the back Of a kick Who's yours Fox double Bit of a jam Yeah so. two, two or more From the Fox I think well, uh, um, Everything's Connected with everything My um, yeah. scores My how It kind of flows Luttrell, All to the left every, side all, eh? yeah. every, Everything that I'm picking Is basically So if one thing Goes wrong <laughs> If Latrell <laughs> has a stinker I'm fucked yeah. And all this analysis Doesn't work And uh and, uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense what you're doing. Like, there's a theme behind what yeah. you're doing. I'm just going all over the shop. Yeah. Goal kicking, Queensland spirit. Yeah. All, right. all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to the origin. Uh, we'll do a review show tomorrow. So, tune into YKTR Sports. Like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks, Skipper. Thank you. That was good, bro. Yeah. You can feel it. Just-